staying with Health Ireland is in the midst of an obesity crisis with one of the highest levels in Europe. So how can we reverse this trend and what are we learning about the role played by a person's genetics? We're joined from our Galway studio by Professor Francis Fanukin, consultant endocrinologist at Galway University Hospitals. Professor Fanukin, you're very welcome. And can I just ask you first, we've known for quite some time that we have very high levels of obesity in Ireland. How bad are we right now? Well, yeah, there's uh, good evidence from several epidemiological studies that uh, Irish children and adults are about as badly affected as other European countries by overweight and obesity. Um, And in particular, uh, in the hospital-based services such as ours in Galway, uh, we uh, deal with uh, patients with severe and complicated obesity. And we know from data from Cork that about 8% of Irish adults over the age of 50 years have severe and complicated obesity. So it's a really pressing problem for the health service and for affected individuals. Now, one treatment that you've been offering in Galway is replacing meals with a liquid diet consisting only of semi-skimmed milk for several weeks. That sounds extremely challenging. Does that work for everyone? It certainly doesn't work for everyone. It's a very carefully selected treatment intervention that's actually well established internationally. Uh, This is something uh, I I was trained in during my time uh, in the UK uh, 12 years ago. And uh, it's something that we use in Ireland, uh, in Galway and in Dublin uh, for carefully selected patients. It's very difficult to stick to, as you say, and about 50% of patients who start it uh, can't continue it. Mm. But for the ones who do continue it, it offers a short term and temporary uh, solution. It's often used not as a treatment for excess weight, but as a treatment for the complications of excess weight, such as poorly controlled type 2 diabetes or, or, or venous ulcers, for example. And while you were doing this, you also looked at a person's genetics to see if that played a role in the amount of weight that you, you might lose on such a diet. What did you find? That's right. We, it's very exciting. We uh, invited some of the people who had completed this programme over a period of about seven years to come back and have a genetic test. And then we collaborated with Alex Blakemore in London uh, to examine the influence of hundreds of genes that are known to be associated with obesity risk. And we found that individuals who have a higher genetic risk score were less inclined to lose weight than individuals had a lower genetic risk score. And this is a, the first time uh, in a cohort of Irish patients that genes have been shown to influence the response to a a lifestyle intervention, a dietary intervention. And will this help you to develop um, new and alternative treatments? Because we know at the moment one of the main treatments is bariatric surgery. Sure, it won't change clinical practice tomorrow. But the fact that we've been able to demonstrate an effect of genes on the response to an intervention is proof of concept that this this is possible. And so we're going to need to do larger studies and uh, maybe examine different endpoints like uh, some of the metabolic characteristics of patients rather than just their body weight. But this is an exciting development uh, for Irish patients. And can I just ask you on bariatric surgery, um, obviously this problem is nationwide. You mentioned Cork, you're in Galway. What are waiting lists like at the moment for that? They're extraordinarily long, too long, uh, certainly several years in our service in Galway. That's not to say that we don't have outstanding surgical expertise in Galway with Chris Collins and his team, uh, just as there is excellent uh, surgical expertise uh, in Dublin and elsewhere. But it's about implementing this, uh, a bit like uh, Mr O'Brien said a moment ago, uh, it feels like it's taking far too long to get the strategies that have been devised by Donald O'Shea and his colleagues in the clinical programme into practice and and get our patients through these newly developed uh, clinical programmes. And of course, we're always hearing that highly processed foods, snack foods, things that don't require preparation are largely responsible for high levels of obesity. What about food advertising, which seems to make food visible everywhere these days to us? 
Well, that's right. If we're going to deal with the obesity crisis, we can't just help affected individuals. We also need to affect, uh, sorry, we also need to influence the causes of the rising prevalence of the problem. And that's a fundamental principle of uh, uh, preventive medicine. And so we're going to need to tackle the major problem that we have of overproduction as much as overconsumption of unhealthy foods. And the fact is that some people find it harder than others to avoid the temptations that we lay in their path every day. Mm. Uh, yeah. Professor Francis Fanukin, thank you very much for talking to us from our Galway studio on that today.